your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the bat rails in your mouth. Come on. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey! Bring them out, bring them out. Yeah. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey! Welcome to the Voice America Sports Network. We're going live out here in Phoenix. As always, I got my co-host, Coach B, Richard Britt, in uh, the Virginia area, Northern Virginia area, D.C., as he call it. But uh, we got a lot of things to talk about. We're going to talk about what's going on around the NFL. We're going to talk about this uh, since I haven't talked to you since last Tuesday. Um, we're going to talk about the NBA, the championship, the Lakers, Orlando, what a bust the uh, magic was, no magic there. Uh, also, we're going to talk about uh, what we got going on, a little baseball. Mostly, it should take up the time. But you want to call in, the number is 888-346-9144, 888-346-9144, or check the Voice America Sports Network and uh, listen to us live. Uh, Coach B, what you What's got up? going on, buddy? Not much, man. Chilling, chilling. You know, a little, little astonishment about what's going on in the sports world today. Yeah, I, I was going to have uh, one of my friends call in. Uh, she's a lawyer out in Atlanta, criminal defense lawyer, and let her uh, weigh in on what's going on around the NFL, man. But we'll get back to that. Uh, let's go. We'll jump into ba- uh, basketball. But, yeah, I was going to have her call in and talk about the nonsense of how will she plead that case and how she would do that. Okay. But she was in court today. She had uh-huh. a, a motion or something. She said she had to file. So next week we'll probably get on. Next week we'll hit football a little harder than we've been hitting it lately because it's coming up. Uh, but, um like I'm in court now, court TV now. Yeah, lawyer calling in. Okay, hey. You gotta have some friends in some high places or some uh, low friends in high places or however you want to say it. But um, man, since I was, I you know what we did. Um, I was on the air before uh, last week because I did Mark McMillan's hard hitting show. I uh, co-hosted with uh, actually I was a guest. I wouldn't say co-host, but Byron Evans was up there. Uh, B and E. Uh, Mark was in Philly doing a little extra work on the side. And uh, also Vernon Maxwell, and you called in, so that was great. The show went by so fast, man, because you always have a good time. Uh-huh. So it, wasn't, it wasn't bad, man. It was a good show. We had a good time. And, um, you know, talking to Vernon, man, he uh, he's on his X-Fuse thing. I don't know if you heard about it, but, you know, it's it's good for your joints. It's good for a lot of, um, you know, like fast recovery. And there's, they have two of them in there. One is for the pro. It's called 7 Pro. One is for guys who are like active, real active and stuff. And it's not a bad deal because Junior Spivey was, uh, uh, he's in that program as well, uh, selling that stuff or you know, getting it out to more athletes. But there are some that, if you're not an athlete, there's a regular um, there's a rel- regular X-Fuse 7 if you're not as physical out there in the, you know, in your sports world. But if you're physical, they have one that's called Pro, and that's a 7. But let me, um, while I'm on it, let me get Vernon's number out. This is Vernon Maxwell. I don't think he'll mind me doing this. Okay. Uh, 480-688-0390. They have meetings every, every week. You can call into the meeting. If you want to find out more about it, you can call into the meeting. But give Vernon a call at 480-688-0390. He'll give you uh, tons of information on it. I'm telling you, it's not a bad thing. If, you, if, you, if you're that active in sports and um, – if you got a, it's not just for adults, you know, teenagers can use it as well. But if you're that active in sports and you need that recovery time, I think this is a good product. You know, a lot of guys uh, testify about it. So other than that, I haven't been, well, you know what? I did the interview. I did an interview mm-hmm. for a defensive back job at the community Mesa Community College. Okay. So. How'd that go? It went well. It looked like I'm, I might be the uh, defensive back coach, but you know what? We'll see. Okay, I'm okay. Call your coach, Lassiter. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I've always been a coach, I think. 
I just didn't want to do it. Oh, I understand that. Like, I think I might, I may be supposed to be a preacher, but I'm trying to fight it off. I'm trying to fight it off right now. But we'll see. Uh, I'm going to meet with him again Friday, and we'll, we'll see how that goes. Okay. That's but, what's uh, up. What you think, man? What you think about that game? Because I, I, let's talk about the Lakers and get it out of our system. Yeah. Uh, we had a great caller last week, uh, Ken. Ken yeah. Williams called in from my ATL, man. The guy was a uh, – He was cutting it up with us a little he was, bit. Yeah, man. He was, he was passionate, too. He loved his Lakers. And I said, I said, if they get the ball to Dwight, they may have a chance. They was doing none of that. Well, not but, only that, I just think they came out uh, Thursday night after, you know, Thursday night's game. They just started shooting horrible. I mean, nobody was hitting open shots. You know, where was Hito Turkoglu in Thursday's game? You know, he was there, but he wasn't Hito, you know? Yeah. Um, it was just, they just, to me, like I, I sent you a text, I said they don't want it. You know what? And, you, and when you say that, I was thinking the same thing because I really, just watching the game, I really thought the Lakers just played basketball. Um, and it, it, be, it came to be a more boring series or boring finals than anything. I think the playoffs in itself in general as a whole – was great finals, but till it got to the playoffs, it was boring because I really believe the Lakers wanted to win it at home in L.A. So they were just coming out shooting, and they was hitting their shots, and they was running their plays. They didn't show any lackadaisical effort and not winning, trying to win the game. But any time in any professional sports, if you plan for a championship and you have a chance to close the team out and you and you can put them away right there, then that's what you do. You put them away yep. right there. But I don't. I didn't see any resilience in uh, Orlando Magic. I didn't see any – superstars on that team they have a bunch of stars uh i think the coach did a terrible job in the last two games and what i and what i mean by that is his substitution well how did you get to that point with rayford i know jameer uh nelson got them there as far as regular season is concerned he's an all-star but he ended up getting hurt but how do you get to a point where you got a chemistry and then jameer said he want to come back then you mess that chemistry up jameer nelson should have spelled rayford austin uh, doing that finals, and instead of putting them on the bench for like 10, 12 minutes in the finals, that was confusing to me. And yep. I think they lost a lot of – they just lost who they were. Their identity was gone. They lost who they was in that finals. And then you got Kobe on the other side. Now, Kobe makes everybody around him a better player. Now, they have some good players over there in Los Angeles, but he just takes them to another level. He lifts their game up where he has he doesn't have to do all the work. And then, you know, we always – we mention here on the air quite often that Paul Casal – I know you mentioned that if Bynum, not Bynum, but uh, Lamar Odom, if he knew who he was as a player, he would be that outstanding guy that could play on any team. Right, he'd be. He could. I mean, I think Lamar Odom should be uh, George Scottie Pippen. You know what I mean? I, I agree with that. I, I think I, that Kobe and Lamar Odom can do beautiful things if Lamar Odom, you know, comes to play every night. But Lamar Odom, he could. Let's go ahead and get this out the way now. He came and played this series. Yep. Maybe last seven games of the playoffs, he was in there. At least you heard and you saw and you felt Lamar Odom. I would agree okay. with that. Okay, but the thing is, is that you just can't do it this time of year. You can't do it this time of the year. No, it's good. I mean, okay, it's, it's okay. Well, um, you must be able to because they done and won a championship with him acting that way. So let's not say you can't do it, but you shouldn't have to do it. You know, I, I say that I, it's good to show up in the finals, but. You got to have some type of consistency as far other than just eating candy every night, but you got to have some type of consistency during the season. Now, if you're that type of gamer and the coach understand what he have in you as a player, he know Lamar Odom's going to be there in the finals. Then uh, that's that's a whole other subject. That's a whole other thing. But 
you have to be consistent. You have to continue to help that team win day in and day out. You know, basketball with 82 games, they playing in a week, they're playing two to three games. Right, and that's a lot. And that's a lot. But, you know, Paul Casal, I thought, was the difference maker. I yes, thought Kobe and Paul Casal was the uh, Jordan and Scottie Pippen. Oh, okay. I see how you say that. I would just say Kareem. And, well, no, you can't say Kareem and Magic because no. they had two other, Michael Cooper and James Worthy. And James Worthy. With Byron Scott. With, now, that was the team right there. And Kurt Rambis. You know what that I mean? That so, was the team. You know, that, that, this Laker team, you know, they don't, they're not as deep as the 80s Laker teams and the early 90s Laker teams. But this Laker team, you know, they pretty much stayed the part of course the whole year. Right. You know, they went out there, they played quality basketball. You know, Kobe came in, and Kobe did different things to win games. You had different playmakers to come off the bench to do things. You know, now, you got to understand something. Now, we're overlooking Derek Fisher. Not at all. I'm not. I was going to get to that, but I'm glad you brought it up. Uh, not at all. Derek Fisher has more experience than anybody on that team. Thank you. And Him and a, Kobe came in at the same time as I, rookies. Right. And they've been there. They've been in the sea. They've been together. What ten, left thirteen, whatever it is, years. About twelve years. Twelve years. They've been they've been together that long, and, and you, they have that um, chemistry amongst each other. Right. I so think, them two alone, you can say, could be the Scotty and Kobe and and Jordan. They can, and and Fisher don't. And you're right. They you you can have that argument. Uh, arguably, they they could be the Scotty and uh, uh, Michael Jordan, and uh, Derek Fisher doesn't have to hit all the points. It doesn't. Derek Fisher doesn't have to hit twenty five points a game. All I need to do do is uh, run the show, control this team, control the tempo. Uh, we know we have our superstar and uh, in Kobe, so run the show. Keep us at a. Uh, uh, let us know we need to pick it up. We need to do this. We need to do that. We need to uh, come. We need to jail. And I think he did that for the most part uh, in the Houston game. You remember he took that. Uh, remember he took that hard foul in the Houston game. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, he set the tone. And this is how we're gonna play. If there's a guy, if there's a bullet. Anybody going to be the bully is going to be the Lakers. Right. Uh, you keep telling it, telling these guys they're not physical enough and they're not uh, dominant enough when they got arguably the best player, in my opinion, in the league. And I know uh, Co- um, LeBron James got the MVP, but I've always made a case that Kobe is the best player in the league. The best player in the league doesn't have the MVP, but the best player in the league has his fourth NBA championship, 15th for the franchise. He has um, a championship this year. So – and then LeBron, we're gonna get on LeBron, but we're gonna stick to this Orlando and um, and his Lakers right now. So, what do, you, what do you think about that? What do you think about Ariza stepping up, becoming a star? Um, I don't think he's to the star status yet. I think he came in and did what he was, his job was supposed to be. So he's a okay. So he's, he's a, a he's a role player at this particular moment. So he's a great role player. He's a no, he's a good role player. Good, great, great to me doesn't great to me just doesn't go in yet. I mean, he came in and did what he was supposed to do. He didn't come in and do nothing spectacular. Just did what he was, what his job was supposed to do: take pressure off of Kobe, take pressure off of Derek Fisher. You know, give an outlet, be able to be the outlet from Paul Gasol, make open shots, hit the boards when he's supposed to, um, make defensive plays. He did what he's supposed to. Now, let's see if he goes in the next year and does it consistently the whole year. Isn't his contract up? Oh, he's, I thought he was coming up on a contract. I don't know if it's this year or next year. I thought Kobe took a lot of pressure off those guys. Those guys came well, Kobe's in and played Kobe, free. But, again, Kobe's going to take pressure off anybody because he's Kobe Bryant. Exactly. So I thought these guys would came, came in and play. And when I mean great, but, I'm, not, but I'm not talking has, great. Again, Kobe someone has status. to be able to take the double team off of Kobe. Yeah, because you got a shooter. This guy has right. knocked down shooter. He's knocked down shots. Um, 
all playoffs. Again, this, all playoffs. Okay, let's. But you know, again, I, I what I, I another thing I can't understand is how people they want to uh, they want to crown someone after you know a month of doing what they're supposed to do. Let's get just a consistency. Let's see what he does come in next year, wherever he is. I know you. I know what you're saying about that. We got about 45 seconds, but I know what you're saying with that. Um, like in golf, and I'm gonna use this as a example as golf. If you hit a great shot or you make a great putt or something, and I'm just gonna say good shot, good putt. I'm not gonna break my arm patting you on the back because that was something you're supposed to do. Now we're gonna get back into that uh, the Reza and uh, his Kobe uh, Bryant role playing his guys on his team. We're gonna get back to that. You listen to Kwame Lassa Sports on the Voice America Sports Network. We got Coach B, Richard Britt on the uh, East Coast. We're going to come back in about two minutes. I'm going to go get me something to drink. Uh, coffee. Coffee, yeah. When I say drink, you may think of the bar thing. But, no, we're going to go get me something to drink, and I'll come back to you. We'll come back and talk to you in two minutes. All right. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. Crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Hey, football fans, are you ready for an intelligent discussion about the Buffalo Bills and the National Football League? Are you tired of listening to talk show hosts that have never played football? Instead of answering your questions, they prefer to listen to themselves. And when they don't like what you're saying, they just cut you off. Well, that won't happen on the Jeff Nixon Sports Report. Keep it clean, stay relatively calm and rational, and the discussion will flow well. Join Jeff Nixon Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's Hot Topics. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. Drawing on resources from wellness communities throughout America and abroad, the show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Four and three and two and one. Just play. Four and three and two. Welcome back to the show. This is Kwame Lasso on the Kwame Lasso Sports Talk with Coach B, Richard Britt on the East Coast in Alexandria, Virginia. He likes to call yes, it DC. We live. We live here in Phoenix, live in uh, Virginia. We left off talking about uh, Ariza. If, is, he a, you know, is he a star? Is he a, a good or a great role player? And we differ on the uh, 
on what? Well, let's just say he's a star on the rise. Yeah, but it's a it's he's star-ish. If you're a good role player, if you're a great role player, that's a star on the rise anyway. And we, but a you good put, role player, he hasn't been a great role player all year Kobe. long. I think Kobe take the pressure off a lot of guys around his team, and he he allows them to go out there and play full speed and play free. Some of them guys, man, they they don't want to take a shot. Um, worrying about what Kobe, you you saw the you see the expressions on Kobe's face. Uh, like who told you take that shot? Give me the ball. <laughs> that's, yeah, who gave you permission to take that yeah, shot? Man? Take I, that I, shot. I feel what you're saying. But um, I do. I just don't. I just think again, like I said a second ago, before the break, he is a he he has star potential. Yeah. Number one, he's from went to UCLA. Right. Uh, you know, there are not too many bad cats that play ball come out of UCLA. A lot of good cats that make it to the to NBA play some consistent ball. Um, I just think that you know he is in a system or in a situation where he can be a star, and it's going to take time, and it's going to be. Um, uh, take a lot of work on his part to get consistent and and to be that third or fourth star on that team. Well, yeah, I think well, I think he's a great fit in the, in that organization. I think he um um you know he came off the he comes off the bench or he he does what he's supposed to do. Like as you same thing you said, and um it'll be interesting to see how these guys pan out next year. Uh, think how they keep this team together, and um, Kobe having his uh, fourth ring, and then you know when he got his ring, I didn't even think so much about. That Kobe and Shaq nonsense because it really wasn't interesting. The night was all about Kobe uh, getting his ring, getting it done, taking that team to where they were. They ended up at the end of the night uh, on the road yep. with a national cha- with a uh, NBA championship um, in in Orlando. So I, th- I thought that was great, uh, great atmosphere, great uh, great game that these guys played. Kobe averaging thirty points a game a series. Uh, I think Jordan was the only guy who's done it since then. Yeah, that's ridiculous. But where you think? Uh, let's go to, uh, and uh, not to mention, let's before we go to Orlando, you got to give a whole lot of credit to uh, Phil Jackson. Oh, Phil, ten championships. Ten championships. You know, somebody made a uh, a statement yesterday. I think it was on Facebook. One of my boys. He was maybe like, "Well, okay, out of those nine championships, uh, Bill Russell won two of those for Red Auerbach, but Red Auerbach got credit for all nine." When Bill Russell was player coach, well, you know, I don't, I don't know what that's about. That's something I would have to look into. But yeah, if, if they that's make something it, that was just brought out to me yesterday on Facebook. Okay, but you know, if they if they can, I mean, if they know that if that ever if that information is out like that, then everybody know then they can say he, uh, you know, he was a player coach up there. He he's part of those those nine championships that he did and uh, that he well, won in in Boston. But then the then the Celtics they Celtics have nine or eleven total. Who the um. Celtics. Oh, Archibald, he has nine. I know Arbach has nine, but tomorrow those the Celtics overall have nine or have eleven. But they have more than that because they have some with Casey Jones as the head coach when Blackbird right. and right. Kevin they McHale. Have, uh, they have right. seventeen. Seventeen, okay. They have seventeen, and the Lakers have fifteen. And uh, you, you like to think, uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. You like to think, man, if it does Lakers have the um, that leg power, the running power to go catch, walk them down, and get those two more. Tied up, but you know what? The Celtics didn't have KG last year, and 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 they stepped up. Def, um, they stepped up offensively with the uh, point guard over there. Uh, what's his name? Uh, in Boston. Yeah, well, what's his name? Ray John Rondo. Ray John, yep. Well, Rondo had Rondo had a very good season this year. He stepped up his game. He, he played up. like a championship point guard this year. Right, and I agree with that. 
But yeah, and I think that because of without KG is the reason why they fell. Phil, I think yeah, they didn't have that big that presence, that big man, or you no. you can't come in there, and then he can hit the twelve footer. Well, then they lose Poe the first game in the playoffs. Right. So that was somebody else. But, again, that's enough for the Celtics. They, yeah. they, again, they was out the first round. But Phil round. Jackson, man, Phil Jackson has 10. So he's he's top wow. of all the that coaches is, ever with 10. And he's coached, he coached probably two of the best players ever to play the game. Kobe and Jordan? Kobe and Jordan. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? Three of the best players ever played the game and got all three of them championships. Kobe, Jordan, and uh, Pippen? Shaq. Shaquille. <laughs> yeah, we won't get on Shaquille later. You you hear the talk about Shaquille might end up in a Cleveland. Cleveland. Wow. Yeah, wait a minute, man. Let, let me go back to that. It's hard for me to say who is the best player in the game because everybody plays in a different era. You you never go back if you born when you are when you born, you grow up watching basketball at a certain age or in a certain year. Then you know Magic Johnson. Then you know you know uh, Michael Jordan. You know Isaiah Thomas. But if you're not a historian, if you don't do the research, you're not. If you don't. If you just pay attention to where you watch it, grew up. How you talk about uh, not Pistol Pete Mariners? How you not get into that conversation and say that hey, he's arguably one of the best? You gotta put him in that category or Magic Johnson, uh, Akeem Olajuwon. These guys have rings too. The amount of rings don't mean you're the best. No, it does. Your, your team at that. Your team is the best. You collectively, y'all won Chicago Bulls. Y'all won six. National NBA championship. Mm-hmm. You did have in our era in our time, Michael Jordan, who who did when you do a lot of great things, a lot of amazing things on the court, like shots behind your back or getting fouled and and ones all day long, and it's just a human highlight reel doing all his games. I can see why you can say he's the best. Now I'm not arguing that Michael Jordan's not the best because I grew up watching him myself, but I right. saw Magic Johnson, I saw uh, Kareem, I watched um, Larry Bird. I watch uh, Julius Irvin, Isaiah Thomas. I watch these guys play all around the league, and they did what they did for their team. But it, I guess you can say at the end of the year, you know, it, either it was the Lakers and in eighty nine ninety, uh, Detroit Pistons went back to back. The Lakers, you had the Celtics, you had uh, uh, Chicago and Jordan and Scotty, and you talk about Jordan Scott in Chicago, but a lot of role players played a big part. You got B.J. Armstrong, Paxson. Those guys hit down game-winning shots because Jordan understand this is where Kobe come in. Kobe has found this out uh, growing up in the NBA mm-hmm. that I'm going to be double and triple team. I have to count on my players. I don't think he did that in game four, game five. He counted on everybody around him for those guys to hit the shots, and they hit the shots. That's so true. Again, though, you know, I, I look at that as – Kids, you know, people that are playing high school ball, college ball right now, they grew up watching Jordan and Pippen, um, Charles Barkley, right. Steve Smith. Um, I can go down line, down line. They really didn't get to see the Magics, the Birds, the Dominique Wilkins. The, um, exactly. They really didn't get to see those guys. Um, but they get to see, the, they saw the Jordan, they saw the Pippen, like I said. You know, they saw the Barkley, they saw the Kim Olajuwon, they saw the David Robinson, the Tim Duncan. Those are the kids that are watching and playing now. They were born in that late 80s, you know what I'm saying? So all we're going to see from this point on is Jordan, Jordan-esque players. Right, because they try to compete. Everybody that came out, and it, and I think it's also who you like. If I'm a if I'm a Phoenix Suns player, if I'm a, if I'm a Philadelphia 76 player, I'm going to argue with you that Julius Irving is the best. Because that's who I live and die with is, as the Philadelphia 
uh, 76ers. If I'm a Suns player, I'm going to say, well, shoot, Barkley was here. You know, they had uh, Nance. They had a lot of guys here. I'm going to yeah, argue yeah. with you because that's the team I like. But like you said, if you go Marley. back, it's who you grew up watching. Right. And, and you know, you got, you got that stuck in your head that this guy's the best. Because you, well, see, me personally, like, I'm a West, I love West Unselman and Elvin Hayes. Right, but they yeah. play with the Bullets. I grew up watching them. No, Bernard King. I, those are cats that I grew up watching. Yeah, but I think Kobe has, and you you mentioned um, he's coached two of the best players ever. I think Kobe has stepped up into that um, and that to that argument. Um, he's not. Uh, he has the four. He has four rings now, and I think he has a good chance of getting some more. Tell me, let's let's move over to Orlando before we run our time and get get these guys out of the way since they didn't even show up to play. Oh. Where, where did they lose the game? Turnovers, man. You have 22 turnovers, game four. Yep. You probably had 50 turnovers, game five, that you got. <laughs> you just stunk it up in. You know, I just don't understand. How can you not keep your hands on the ball? Why you turn the ball over? Why you not playing? Yeah, I just, and sometimes you, they take an outside shot, Kwame, and you don't even see them hitting the boards. Right. And and they got and they are shooter. They had. Uh, I think they in every uh, category the Lakers was uh, more dominant than these guys, except the three point shots. And they wasn't even hit the Bulls, as you mentioned. So I, I think they, um, I would know your, you know your you, I'm sorry, you know your game is, is your, your shot ain't on. So, so, so find another way to score. I don't think they, uh, I think they go with one way and they stick to it. And then when it's time to change, it's almost like a shock to them. Like, oh, we got to go inside. Or if this inside isn't working, we got to go outside. I don't think they have a, a plan B when they go into games. It, it doesn't look like it, but when you have a, um, well, you have stars on that team, and I, I, Dwight Howard is a star. He's not a superstar because in Game Four, when you um, before Derek Fisher come down and hit that three pointer to tie it up and go in overtime, Dwight Howard was on the line with two free throws. If he makes one of those, it goes into a two possession game. So if you go into a two possession game at that time, uh, you can foul Derek Fisher coming down if he had to shoot three, or you foul him before he get to it. Stop the clock, uh, not stop the clock, but Buy you some time to come up with a play. You all made, you had to do was make one shot. All you had to do was make one shot, two-possession game. You made this, this game may be played today. The game may be played today. But the possession before that, he don't miss two of his, too. Who was that? Oh, he don't, yeah. Yeah. yeah and he don't that's, have, possession, uh, that's, that's a possession before the white got in line. And he had, it was 40-something seconds left, and they was up by five points, and they was rushing. And I'm talking in game four, and they were rushing to take a shot. You have the lead. The clock is your friend. And then yeah, they, you mentioned turnovers. Sense. Turnovers gonna kill you every time. You put yourself behind the eight ball when you got a lot of turnovers, and you can't uh, and you can't get offensive rebounds, which they does a terrible job at rebounding. <sighs> they 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 terrible at rebounding, and I also put a lot of pressure. Uh, Stan Van Gundy on his own to him as far as his managing the team. I don't think he managed that team well as far as uh, who to play, when to play him, when to bring him in. Well, you made a statement earlier when we were conversating about Orlando, about Rafe Austin and Jameer Nelson. I honestly believe, like, and I agree with you, that you know Jameer Nelson should have been a role player in, these, in the finals. What hurt them is when they brought Jameer Nelson in that full quarter in the second game. I think it was that downfall that particular moment in time right then and there. That changed the whole mindset, the chemistry of the team. Like, where's the guy sitting on the bench? This guy can play. Yeah. Uh, now, you you, when you get in a situation like that, you just you gotta understand. Like as a coach, personally, I'm gonna say, okay, well, I know I got, I got. A, and if I'm a coach in basketball, I got you know a four to five minute guy that I can I can play 20 minutes a game. 
Four right, five man. minutes each quarter. Well, we're going to take another break, man. It's, uh, you know, you're getting deep into these conversations. We're going to move on to some other stuff, too. But yeah. you listen to Coach B, Kwame Lassen, and Kwame Lassen Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. We're going to come back. I'm going to finish up this Dr. Pepper. Rich, go get a drink or change phones or do something. We're going to come back. I need some vitamin water. <laughs> Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Every week, Body Talk is here to answer your pressing questions about the fields of traditional, alternative, and functional medical science. Join hosts Dr. Stephen Ross and Drake Kellis as they uncover the truth behind some of today's ailments, symptoms, and diseases. You'll get the most up-to-date information on treatments and remedies and their effectiveness. Plus, you'll hear from leading experts on a variety of health topics. Listen for Body Talk with Dr. Stephen Ross and Drake Kellis, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Are you ready to go green? You've asked, and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference Most Valuable Player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. We are back on the Voice America Sports Network on the Kwame Lassa, the Sports Talk. Got Coach B, Richard Britt on the East Coast, Alexander, Yo. Virginia, D.C. area. Um, you know, it came how's in. The, how's the weather out there right now, man? Oh, it's perfect out here, man. For real. It's good out about here. It's pouring down out here, dog. What, pouring down? It's about to. Oh, see, Sky's man. gray. If I can't play golf, man. I see, I just, you see why I ain't moved back home yet. You don't need to move back here, man. I'm trying to move out there, man. I don't need to move back here. No, nah, I'm going to be here unless I'm going to be in ATL or, or San Diego, one of the places. Uh, I might go to the end of the earth. Who knows? But, look, give me a, give me your opinion on this. Uh, there was some talk going on about Shaquille O'Neal ending Ooh. up in Cleveland with LeBron James. You think, you think the Cavaliers are trying to do everything to keep LeBron there? Because anybody come in is not going to get that long-term deal. I think the thing is um, to keep uh, King James – in Cleveland, in that small market. And I think, um, personally, I think he should stay there as well. Uh, you look at the Reggie Miller staying in Indiana, Indianapolis or Indiana for all those years. So, right. Uh, I, again, Shaquille going to – I don't know if Shaquille O'Neal is going to be the answer going into Cleveland. You don't think I don't, so? I don't think Shaquille O'Neal – looking at how the Cleveland Cavaliers run the rock, run their transition basketball, mm-hmm. run, run the court. Right. I, I don't see Shaquille, you know, being able to stay in there. 
Now, personally, me, I think if you want to win a championship, you want to win one quick, and you want to work, and you want to be have a long term, a longevity in it. Chris Bosh is the way to go, right? Or um, Carlos Boozer. Yeah, Those are the only two people what? I think will fit in what they're doing. If I got to choose between, um, you make a good point. If I got to, I don't know about Chris Bosh, but Carlos Boozer and LeBron. Yeah, I think he's in. Um, you know, I think he is, could be the answer. Um, you know, to LeBron, he can compliment LeBron, but he got to come. Now, Boozer's a star over in Utah, but you, he has to come in with some complimentary thoughts that this he is was LeBron's already a star in Cleveland before he went to Utah. What? He was already the star in Cleveland before he went to Utah. Yeah, but if he come back to Cleveland, he's nowhere near the star LeBron James is. But he's a. I'm telling you, you got two guys up there. Uh, you got two guys, Carlos Boozer and LeBron James. Both of them, you know, both of them want the ball. Who are you getting the ball to? LeBron James. You got to understand that, and I don't know how these guys can work it out. I'm sure it can be because if you got one goal uh, in mind, then you can work together. You can find a way to get it done. So, I, I think it'd be a great fit. If not, see, um, Chris Bosh is not that more demanding than uh, Boozer would be as far as getting the ball. Again, they are superstars, man. They are superstars but, in their own right. So, but Chris I, I think he'll help out the Cleveland Cavaliers in getting them that much closer to a championship. I think it'd just be good. Like I said, like you said, I understand what you're saying about Carlos Boozer. He was already there. He understands. He's played with LeBron, I think it was, one year mm-hmm. before he got traded. Um, I honestly think that, for me, the athleticism that Cleveland has and the way they like to run the transition, Shaquille's I honestly believe that Chris Bosh would be a better fit. So Shaquille's nowhere near. Uh, Shaquille, uh, man, Shaquille O'Neal will be. He wouldn't be. Again, he had a hard time running the court with Steve Nash in him. You know what? Because he came in. Basketball, man, it's the hardest. Uh, basketball and racquetball, I think, is the best conditioning you can get in if you're going to play anything else. But it takes time yeah. to get in basketball. You know Steve Yo. Nash and those guys, they they run out here in Phoenix. They run. When they didn't run, we saw them losing all those games. When they did run, they was putting up 100-plus points on teams. But they Yo. didn't play in the defense. So, you know, they can go again, when you're running a gun and you're putting up, you're shooting, you know, 60-some percent, and, you know, you scoring 110, 120 points a game, don't, I don't, you don't I need don't, to play defense. I don't want to get on the Phoenix song because them guys, uh, I would love to see what they're going to do in this draft as far as getting, um, you know, some players, some some defensive guys in there. If you're going to run and gun, that's fine with me. I don't uh, – Archery, run and gun. Get it done. Find a way to win. And, um, you know, Steve, now you got to get that chemistry. Amari was hurt. Had a lot of players come in. I don't think they had a good bench, but that's all I'm gonna say on the Suns. And we're gonna get on to them when the draft come up. We're gonna hit yeah. that hard. We're gonna hit that hard uh, draft town. I think we'll, this is it next week. That's what's up. Okay, but so you saying Shaquille O'Neal is not a good fit for the Cleveland Cavaliers? He's he's more of a band aid than anything. You think he one season get LeBron James get that? Uh, I was I was gonna say get that confidence to LeBron, but LeBron is already confident enough because I think he learned a great deal by playing on the USA Olympics team uh, around some guys who was just as competitive and just as good as he is. So I thought his confidence, when he came back to the team, like Kobe did, I thought his confidence level, his knowledge of the game was a lot better, uh, ten times a lot better than when it was before the Olympics. I just think that, I, and um, this is my thought process on that. Mm-hmm. Okay, if he goes to Cleveland, it's going to be a one, maybe two year, two and done. They're going to win a championship the first year they're there. Because there's all thing, no one else in the East is going to be able to, you know, last time Shaq was in the East, was when he was with Miami, they won a championship. Right. Okay, L4, I think it was. So, 
Um, my thinking on this, if he goes to Cleveland, they're going to win a championship the first or second year, and he's done. He's retiring. He's done playing ball. I'm thinking first year. It has to be right away. The second year is a long time. I think yeah, I, I, I know. You. No, if if he gets if he goes to Cleveland, mm-hmm. they'll win next year because there's no one else going to beat him. I don't even think the Lakers will be will be to beat Cleveland when she kill on their own team. No, because I don't see Bynum still haven't grown up yet. But uh, I think although he had a pretty good game, I don't think he's grown up as far as taking that physical elbow to the chest uh, every other night. But yeah, it it no, have to no, be it have to be their first year. But that second year, I'm thinking about get you out of here. I, I mean, if I want a band aid, I'm gonna get him. If I want to get some bandage, some wrapping, no. Uh, some uh, ace bandits and all that stuff. I'm gonna go get Chris Bosh or Boozer, as you mentioned. Boozer, right? I mean, that's you know, you know, and then you know he can also use the next another wingman. You know, Hedo's out there now. He gonna opt out next. Hedo's gonna opt out his contract, which he was gonna make about six or seven million in that contract coming up. Hedo was out on that contract. He's. I, I think it's more a ploy to get a better deal because I don't see those guys if they grow up. Orlando Magic, if they grow up, they don't have a bad team. But they they too many mistakes. Coach is not holding him accountable for those mistakes. He gets no. on the he gets on the sideline, just throw his hands up. How to throw my hands up? You got to talk to those guys. I, now you the head coach, which means you the manager. You got to manage that team. A lot of those players are getting paid millions. Of, all of those players are getting paid millions of dollars. I would say a lot of those players are getting paid millions of dollars. You got to step up. Play for your play with your worth. So I think Hedo is getting a. This is just game planning for him. I'm going to opt out my contract. He has till the end of June before he can, uh, you know, before it's really a finalized. I'm going to opt out my contract unless you can come up with a better deal, and I will stay. I think he stay, him staying with Petrius, uh, Rashad Lewis, Dwight Howard, uh, Jamil Nelson be back. You better do something with uh, Rayford Austin. I don't see. Oh. I don't know why you would let this guy go. But you, you got to understand something, too. They, when, they, when they did, you know, Rayford's one of those kids, cats who he ain't going to – he don't like adversity too much. You know what I'm saying? Rafe? So he don't like when it, it's on him. You know what I mean? Like Rafe when he got sat down for Jameer Nelson, he didn't, he didn't like that at all. I wouldn't like he that He didn't either. care about the team aspect of it. He just didn't like that at all. I, and I'm right with him. You ain't I, I'm with him too on that. So my thinking is this. You trade Rafe for somewhere, you can probably get you uh, a quality second-round pick in this draft. Rafe can play for anybody. I, Rafe can play for anybody in the NBA. He need to come to Washington. Then he gonna die. <laughs> I'm done with you. <laughs> I'm look, done with you. His career's over. He come to Washington. Look, you want to call in? The number is eight 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 three four six nine one four four. You on the Voice America Sports Network? Kwamalasi Sports Talk. Coach B, Richard Britt, we here. So you saying Rayford comes to Washington? He's gonna be that guy. Hey, you know, hey, I can't count on Gilbert Arenas. Yeah. Oh, but I count on Karan Butler. You don't talk about that guy, Gibber Arenas. Yeah, we don't even get it to him. Hey, can we talk about some football, man? Man, let's go to football. I'm tired of talking about ba- basketball season is over with now. Basketball season is not over until the draft is over. We got about four minutes. Let's go into football and come back with some football. How about that? That sounds like a plan with me. I'm tired of talking about basketball. All right, well, what's going on? Okay, um, let me start with football then. The last five years, um, let me see if I can get this in my head right. Pittsburgh Steelers. New York Giants, the Indianapolis Colts, and I think back-to-back was New England Patriots. The last five Super Bowl team winning teams. Who do you have coming out of the Super Bowl this year? Oh, man. You know what? I I, know. Right now? I know. I, I, it's going to be hard to say. Why? Um, Because it is for me. I'm not going to say Pittsburgh's going to repeat. There's always a long shot, but you got to – there's a – Well, it's going to be a long shot. It's going to be my Baltimore Ravens. 
Long shot. Yeah, there's always, like I said, there's always a long shot, and they are one of them. How do you we left one long shot? We go to playoffs last year, eleven to five with a rookie quarterback. The playoffs a lot. That ain't no he. Flacco is a pretty good quarterback. He's Flacco a game six, manager. Six, That's all we need is a game manager. Six six with a rocket arm, and what you need to do is get a receiver he can throw to with some speed. You do have guys. You got about two per, possession receivers over there, and what I put, mean by possessions, I don't mean that they they slow. I mean Mark that, Clayton is, is, is a very good. He long. He's a deep threat. If, who, he just, who? if he just runs the right route. Who did you say? Mark Clayton. Yeah. No. Look, Flacco. <laughs> And then you let uh, some defensive players go. Rich, your defensive play coach is gone. That's the oh, key. I know. That's the I, key I, you asked for a long shot. I gave you a long shot. That's a, right. And then you try to argue me down. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you asked for a long. I, I hope we can get to the Super Bowl next year. Yeah. I think we're gonna be Super Bowl. I think we're gonna we're gonna be a we're gonna be just as consistent as we were next year. Uh-huh. Last year, I'm sorry. And I think we're gonna be a very positive team. We got a good defense, no matter how you call it. That's how I call it. Isn't it? Okay. Well, you got, we Ray, got Lewis, you know, Ray Lewis. We got a couple there. good off-season tra- um, acquisitions. You We're going to be okay. I'm excited. I'm excited about my Ravens. Me too. And that's the same thing I'm talking about basketball. See, if you got a favorite team, you're going to always argue and fight for them. And this is, this is exactly what you're doing with this uh, Baltimore Ravens. Now, they got Ray Lewis. You can't count them out because those guys have been there. They won. They play in a pretty good conference, AFC. Uh, what is it, North? East? South. South? South? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, South. AFC South. And they're playing against Pittsburgh, Tennessee, Indianapolis. Well, they're playing against the best uh, players. They're playing against those teams that I'm thinking will probably be in the Super Bowl coming out of there, one of those teams, Pittsburgh, Indianapolis. I would say Indianapolis, but oh. with the nonsense, no, I'm, I'm, let me justify, uh, explain. Yeah, please do. With, with the uh, coaching situation over there, I don't see Peyton Manning as great as he is. I don't see him. Peyton Manning wins 11 to 12 games every year. 11 to 12 games every year, he gets his team in the playoffs, but I don't see them getting over their hump without their coaching. I don't know what they're going to do as far as coaching. Are those guys going to be from the outside looking in, but still coaching, getting two or three salaries, getting their pension and a uh, coaching fee. Right. But I just don't see Indianapolis as that team this year in the Super Bowl. But you can't count run. Pittsburgh out. How can you count Pittsburgh out? That's what I was about to say. The front runner has to be Pittsburgh. That's right. the only team that I can say right now That's the, we talk they can AFC. repeat. We're talking AFC right now, so we're going to get to NFC. Then we're going to get to the knuckleheads that's in football that give football a bad name. But AFC, you, you, Pittsburgh's the front runner. Yes. Okay. I, I don't see you – know, again, you know, I can't, you, can't, you can't sit here and say Miami. You can't sit here and say New England because you don't know how Tom's going to come back out of the injury. All right. I agree with you, but we're going to take a break. They got this music in my ear. This is Coach B on the East Coast. You listen to Kwame Live Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. We will be back in two minutes. Two minutes. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Show. Are you ready for some football? Well, here it comes. The Owen Hodge Show is bringing you the funniest hour in sports talk radio. This action-packed show is hosted by the outspoken fullback, Big Hodge, and the knowledgeable defensive back, Odie. 
This show will focus on the NFL, but touch on all things sports. Owen Hodge will provide you with a true player's perspective that'll give you insight, make you think, and definitely make you laugh. Owen Hodge have accumulated six championship rings, so obviously they know things. Check out the Owen Hodge Show at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. Owen Hodge Show. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Take a look inside the country's fastest-growing professional sports organization. Join Robbie Kendall for Inside the ABA on the Voice America Sports Channel. The show will feature weekly interviews with the owners, players, coaches, and influential league executives. Tune in and be a part of the fastest-growing sports organization in the world. You can hear Inside the ABA every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time right here on the Voice America Sports Channel. school to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports we're back on the voice america sports network we're going into this last segment which is going to go by fast i wish we had another hour or hour a day but uh let me uh, mention this before we go out. Uh, don't forget to call Vernon Maxwell at 480-688-0390 to check out X-Fuse. It's good on joints, and uh, if you play hard, you uh, you need to uh, take care of your body as hard as you play hard, and that's for 7 Pro. Don't forget to call him. they got meetings every week. Call him. Get all the information you need. Um, I'll let you know about me as far as the uh, coaching job coming, but it looks good. It feels good, so uh, that, I'm going to be excited about that and get that done. Coach B, we left off talking about these uh, AFC. Uh, yeah, who's the team? To, who's the team to come out of there? I mentioned the five teams that wanted to last the previous years. I'm still an AFC. I still got Pittsburgh. I still go, got have Coach Mike Tomlin and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, I understand, and I, I can you know as a, as a Ravens fan, I, you know it probably breaks my heart to even or my mouth hurts my mouth to even say that name Pittsburgh Steelers. That hurt really bad, but I can say it. But I also think that you know if you can, if Tennessee can play how they played last year again this year i think they might be a force to reckon with too tennessee got to worry about who they gonna have quarterback if, if vince young gonna start some controversy at quarterback now i watched the game where this guy went out we played nonchalant in the series before went out through interception came back out in the series the next series got hurt went on the sideline went to the bench and sulked like a little baby you the quarterback of a national football, football team, team. the yep. tennessee titans you are being watched. Your team is being watched. You are being counted on. So now he wanted Kerry Collins come in and does a great job get these guys into the AFC Championship game against Pittsburgh. So he do, he does a great job, and you want this change to come now. I think you play your way. If you're as good as you think you are, if you're as good as you uh, everybody think you are, else think you are, go out there and do the job in camp. Win your job back. It's an open camp. Football is about winning. I'm sure yep. – 
uh, Coach uh, Fisher is not going to allow the worst guy to play at that quarterback position. Football is about winning, so if you're that good, Vince Jones, then go win your job back. And then, uh, like you say, Rich, I think they will be um, up there again to win a championship because they got a good running back tandem. They got a pretty good defense. I could be yeah, the only thing they lost was uh, Albert Haysworth. Haysworth went to Washington for a hundred and something million. Hundred and million dollars. Yeah. That's like the fifth defensive lineman that came to Washington Redskins for that amount for a lot of well, money. They have an owner. Washington and it Redskins. Out. They have an owner who will pay you that money. They they tried to buy teams, and you, you, if you remember '98 when they tried to buy that teams with Dion, Derrick Green, Bruce Smith, all those guys, and Larry mm-hmm. Sanders, bought those team guys in and still finished eight and eight. Yep. You got to bring the uh-huh. chemistry in. Bring guys who just, fit your team. Man, you got to have coaching. And you got to have good coaching. Cause I think if you don't have good coaching, and football ain't like basketball. You know, one player, two players in basketball can win a game you for gotta, you. You got a chance. And football, you got you, you you can't have just one player win a game for you. No, not in football. There's it's, it's 10 no. other guys. I don't care there. what they say about Peyton Manning, <laughs> but Peyton Manning had, had somebody throw the ball to him. Right, and he had three He had, had somebody to hand the ball off to him, and he had somebody watch his, get his back. All right, well, let's go. You know, I hear you 100%, but uh, – uh, we so we we both agree that uh, Pittsburgh is the f- uh, front runner front for front NFC. NFC. I mean, oh man, that right there is going to be kind of hard. I got the Cardinals. You know, I used to, I know you probably got Cardinals. <laughs> I got the Cardinals NFC, and I and they got to get out the NFC because everybody in NFC West has stepped their game up to compete with the Cardinals. I don't know. They signed Adrian. Congratulations to Adrian Wilson signing uh, extension to his deal. They signed him, so they got the pieces. They still have their pieces together. They still have their offense. I'm just worrying about what Anquan. Come on now. Now I'm briefly touch on this, and we'll move. We'll stick with the uh, who's going to come out the NFC. But they need to sign Anquan. I think everybody in the NFC West stepped up. Uh, we need more time because I know you got a problem with Westbrook getting surgery at this point in the year. Oh, that, that's who I got. Time. I want Philly. I think Philly can do it. What about the Giants? Eli Manning and the New York Giants. No receivers. No receivers. No receivers. He lost Plexico. Then also depends on where Plexico go. If Plexico go to Chicago, uh-huh. Chicago will be in the playoffs next year. Plexico. And Jay was... Cutler got somebody to throw the ball to. Right, instead of uh, my guy. And he got a running game. But they do have a running game, exactly. And they have a defense. Well, but their I, defense I, also comes, not only Erlacher, but if Mike Brown comes back and play. Mike Brown has been, I thought he was been taking visits to other teams. You talking to safety Mike Brown, who always. Yeah, is he taking visits to other teams? I'm not really paying attention to the Chicago Bears. I just know that they, that Plexico is, and they've been talking about trying to get Plexico. Mike Brown breaks something every year, and I like yeah. the guy because he's aggressive. I mean, it's football, and you're going to get hurt. But every year it seems like he's missing four games. He reminded me of this guy who played with me, J.J. McCleskey. J.J. used to miss, JJ, yeah. he used to miss four games every year. I said, J.J., if I was negotiating your contract, I would negotiate minus four games because you're going to miss <laughs> him every year. Like Bob Sanders. Like Black Bob Sanders, but you know they play hard, man. You gonna get hurt? It's a physical game. Now, let yeah, me ask you, and, but yeah, you play safety, Crom. So you gotta understand that's something that if you don't come up and you don't play with a little bit of reckless abandon to that safety, mm-hmm. you're not gonna be productive back there. Everybody's not like me. I can play hurt. I can play with pain. But let me ask you a question on this: What do you think about Dante Starwer? This situation before we go off, because you know this time goes fast. Oh yeah, uh, this that that right there just bad. I mean, you know, thirty days in jail. Yeah. You do thirty days in jail. Then he has to pay do a thousand yard thousand hours of community service. Okay, and then he has probation for ten years. Now, I know Florida's a right away right to walk state. Uh-huh. So you know, and they did come out in the during the after like last week or two weeks ago talking about that the gentleman that he did that they hit with his car right. was not 
in a crosswalk? Um, in the crosswalk. But my question is for you is this, is I know um, his insurance took care of everything. He was really, really fairly good insured, whatever however you say that. Uh, he had very good insurance, so his insurance pretty much took care of everything. And, you know, but my thing is this, it wasn't a regular guy walking out, you know, and Dante hit him in the middle of the day. It was a DUI charge. The guy was, uh, who, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a DUI charge he got. But you know what? Dante Star Wars is a nut. He's a he's a clown. So you know what that uh, that ten years probation? He's gonna get in trouble again. And ten years for real because the first because when he the incident happened, he shouldn't have even been in Miami. He should have been in Cleveland getting ready for camp the next day. So that ten years, which means he's gonna get in trouble again. So he's gonna get his pay in thirty days for killing somebody. Come on, man. That's that's because he wasn't in a crosswalk. I gotta believe that. But you you mentioned DUI. He, that's the key. That's what shocks me. Thirty on a DUI charge, and that's the let same Sheriff thing. Joe hear that. That's the same thing. Sheriff Joe gonna have him some pink uh, underwear. But this is the same thing. Now let me, let me briefly, uh, quickly move over to this. Same thing with Plexico. I'm not punishing you for the gun, per se. I'm punishing you because you're an idiot. In New York, you can't have a. There's a gun law. You can't have a handgun. You can't have a gun. And not only did you have a gun, clown. You shoot your own self in the gun. What is your hand doing on the trigger? What is your hand doing on the on the trigger to shoot yourself in the club? There you go, personally. That's the, like you said, it's, it's you know clownish. Right. And, and, these, and these guys you get all get this off. money, and you do stupid things. And you got guys around the league that does all these great things, man, and you never hear about them, and nobody speaks about it because it don't it doesn't sell. And you don't, unless they have a camp coming up or a foundation or a charity coming up, you won't hear about that stuff. But nope. you got all these, you got these two clowns, uh, Plaxico and Dante, uh, doing stupid stuff like this. Well, not just that. What about Brandon Marshall? And Brandon Marshall, he, yeah, he, now he, he wants got, to trade. What? He's, he's domestic violence trade. dispute a couple months ago. He comes out and say, you want to hear no more bad things about me. I don't want to, I'm just all about football, football, football. And then he goes in Pat Bowler's, not Josh McDaniel's office, but Pat Bowler's office, and says, I want to trade. See, this is what happened. These guys become superstars, man. They they think they can uh, superstars with um, um, issues, with problems. But they, then again, do you understand? I mean, I mean when, do you think that you know something else behind the scenes that we're not knowing about between Josh McDaniels? Most times it is. That's why you know you can call in anytime you want to talk to me, tell me something because I'm gonna talk bad about you if you're doing something bad. It's two sides to every story, so you got right. uh, there's always an opportunity. Or if you just don't care, like me, if you talking about me, I don't care till you come say it to my face. Then there you it is. But, if you gonna say it to my face, then we got issues. Yeah, and then we got a, it's two sides to every story. Well, if you're talking behind my back, it's just talk. Uh, well, he has an opportunity. He can talk to the media anytime he want to, but. If he's trying to get out there, that's causing trouble to the team because Kyle Orton's the quarterback. So what? Man, that's I, it. This I mean, I think like you said when we was on break, he got the he got the Bears to the playoffs. Yeah, well, I think he's not a bad quarterback at all. I think he's stay consistent and do what he's supposed to do and not lose games. We got this music in the air. You listen to Kwame Lassie, the sports talk on the Voice America Sports Network, always uh, co-host from the other coast, Coach B, Richard Britt. Appreciate you joining me this week again. Hey, bro. no problem, man. I enjoy every week. I look forward to my Tuesday morning conversation it's with you. It's fun, man. I'm going to try to get us out sometime this uh, week, man. We This one hour, this one hour once a week, gotta, we got to get more time. But, look, I'll see you guys next week. Thanks for joining me. Come back. We have another great show for you on the Voice America Sports Network. Peace. Thanks for tuning in this week. 
Come back next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.